spirits, and he's doing great and mighty, and I might say flashy ministry. But I think the five verses of Scripture that we're going to look at today, it's really going to kind of be the the focus of this entire service that, that we give to the Lord this morning, helps us really prioritize what should our lives look like as followers of Jesus Christ in 2013, soon to be 2014. And so I'm going to read for you beginning in verse 35 of Mark chapter 1. Mark writes, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him. And when they found him, they exclaimed, everyone is looking for you! Exclamation point. Jesus replied, let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. That's the word of the Lord. Mark chapter 1, verses 35 to 39. Mark is the shortest and the most succinct of the four Gospels. It is the most to the point. It's the most blunt. It probably is considered um, the, the least literary masterpiece compared with books like Matthew or or books like Luke. But I love the Gospel of Mark because it probably was the first Gospel that was written. And it really is an in-your-face look at Jesus and his priorities. In the Gospel of Mark, Mark shows us three times that Jesus prays. And they are all like Mark chapter 1. It's not a God is great, God is good, let us thank him for his food, amen kind of prayer time that many of us grew up praying in our kitchen tables. But it is a focused, quiet, solitary, get away from anyone that distracts, anything that distracts, and focus on our lives and what God is calling us to do. In Mark chapter 1, we see first and foremost that prayer is a major priority in the ministry of Jesus. See, it's easy to grab onto the miracles, at least for me. It's easy to grab onto the healings. It's easy, I'm a preacher, I I love the sermons that Jesus preaches. I love when the Pharisees try to trap him, and he's just a little bit quicker than they were, and he's able to give it right back to them. I love that. But right here in Mark chapter 1, I find what the priority for Jesus was and what your priority and my priority should be. Jesus sought solitude to find God's will for his ministry. I would describe it as the fuel that allowed him to keep going. Several weeks ago, I went on like a 33-mile bike ride, and that day I skipped lunch. And about halfway into that bike ride, I absolutely started to crash. I could not get my, my legs to move. Now, I'm not in shape like a lot of you are, But I really wondered at that point if I was going to have to stop because I didn't have the fuel to keep going. Spiritually speaking, if you don't feed your soul, if you don't practice silence and solitude and specific times of prayer, the same thing could happen to you spiritually speaking. See, this morning, understand, I think prayer is more about listening and it's more about seeking than it is about asking we're talking. And that makes life kind of difficult for a guy like me and for a lot of us who are people-driven. We're people-focused. We're relationship-driven. We love to spend time talking. 
We love to hear our voice. We love to, to be engaged with other people. It's difficult to carve out 15 minutes or 30 minutes or 60 minutes or two days to just be quiet, to just seek God's will for our life, to just take the burdens that we're carrying before God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son and the Holy Spirit and to focus and to reflect and to contemplate and to pray. In the Gospel of Mark and in all four Gospels, we see Jesus regularly seeking God's will through silence and solitude and quietness and prayer. We should be like that. Two opportunities that you have to, to begin to practice this. Number one takes place tonight. It takes place once a month here at FCC where we simply gather at 5.30 p.m. in our sanctuary and we pray. And sometimes it's a 60-minute prayer time. And last month it went almost 90 minutes. And we pray for the next generation. And tonight we're going to be praying for people that don't know Jesus. Last week I asked you, invited you, if you wanted to write the name of someone in your life that doesn't know Jesus, to, to write it down. Our prayer warriors tonight are going to be praying that conversations will happen, that hearts will be open. You have that opportunity to begin to practice just for 60 minutes, for 75 minutes, praying. Another opportunity that Susan Klein and Becky Glenn and others from our church are bringing to the women of FCC will take place in early 2014. I think it starts on February 28th, and it's a silence and solitude retreat at Little Galilee Camp. This isn't a go-get-to-know-your-girlfriends-better kind of weekend where there's going to be a lot of laughing and a lot of celebrating and a lot of relationship building, not that that's bad. This will be a, a three-day retreat, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday morning, where you practice silence and solitude, where you spend time in prayer, where you're encouraged to begin to master this spiritual discipline. E. Stanley Jones put it like this, prayer is surrender. Surrender to the will of God in cooperation with that will. If I throw out a boat hook from the boat and catch hold of the shore and pull, do I pull the shore to me or do I pull myself to shore? Prayer is not pulling God to my will, but it's the aligning of my will to the will of God. Jesus made prayer, silence, solitude, a major priority of his ministry, a major priority of his life. Who are we to be any different? Let's pray. God, thank you for this day. And thank you for this quick look at a powerful scripture. Help us to be people who have a passion for prayer. Help us to be people who can just be quiet, just silence our mouths, silence our hearts, and focus on you. Put aside the distractions that can discourage us and focus on you. Thank you so much for Jesus, your son. Thank you for the hope that he brings us. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. If you guys want to stand, um, we're just going to worship God today. Um,
Greg just uh, talked to us about prayer and the power of prayer and just how important it is just spending time with the one we love, just uh, that form of communication. And ultimately, it's all because